friends, and welcome back to Weinfeld, the podcast with taste. I am your host, some fucking person, and I'm here with a third-time champion guest, Molly Stedman. Molly, say what up. What up? What up? (laughs) (laughs) It's been an interesting day. I haven't slept for 38 hours at this point in my life. Oh my god. I have not experienced insomnia like this since high school, and I am, I think, verging on mania at this point. Like, I was I was feeling like I wanted to die all day, and now I'm just, like, loopy. Well, you guys are in for a treat. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I've, I, I'm not even drunk, but I sound drunk because I'm so, like... Sleep because you haven't slept for like forty fucking hours. <laughs> uh, maybe this wine will help me sleep tonight. Huh. Anyway, what a time to be alive. We're recording this on September first. Yeah, I'm recording this episode a day after I recorded the last episode. I am slated to have four episodes recorded by the end of this week, so hopefully I won't be missing any weeks. Anytime soon, like I did before. So that's good. Professionalism, consistency, and other words. That's what Ashley's all about. On my resume. <laughs> my resume is just two words it says professionalism, consistency. And it has my email. That's really all you need, I, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I can't I can't get hired anywhere. So I guess I don't know. <laughs> well, I uh I really wanted to have Molly on this week because Molly had an an interesting road trip this past weekend. She's flipping her hair like a little <laughs> little diva over here. Um, um the one emoji is what I was channeling, but the hair flip emoji. Yeah, that's that's what I was yeah. Ah, uh, I love that. One. <laughs> So, yeah, Molly went to some wine country shit that the we're going to... Finger Lakes. The Finger Lakes. The that, Finger Lakes is horrible. That's a horrible phrase, but that's where I was. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so we're going to get more into that in the wine segment, but what I wanted to talk about in our intro is that during Molly's road trip, she listened to a ton of podcasts. Finally. Uh, to be more specific, I listened to 12 hours of podcasts this weekend. I did not listen to music at all for the entire time I was driving. I listened to only podcasts. Okay, so I wanted to, I thought what would be fun, and I didn't warn Molly about this ahead of time. Oh boy. <laughs> was, if you, I'm going to get my notebook, and I want you to tell me every podcast you listen to. Okay. And then, then I'll tell you what we're going to do, but first I want to know. Okay, I listen to Hollywood Handbook. Yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, I listened to Comedy Bang Bang for the first time ever, might I add. Um, I listened to, with special guest Lauren Lapkus, um, I love, I love her. I love her so much. (laughs) Um, I listened to, I mainly listened to a bunch of episodes of those ones. I also listened to some sort of Comedy Central stand-up one, but it was like snippets of different (laughs) people. Yeah, it wasn't, I only listened to it because it had Maria Bamford and it was jokes I already heard from her, so it was like... Anyway, those are the main ones. I'll okay. Say. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going. You are going to give us a five word review of each of these oh. three podcasts. So. Oh. God. Well, first you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 
five word review and then rate it on a scale of one thumb up to five thumbs up. Hollywood handbook first. I trust you will edit out the silence while I think about this. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. You won't. I will. You will. <laughs> uh, Hollywood Handbook is like, fuck, I don't know, five words? Shit, dude. I don't... Do it as fast as you can. Don't think too much. Uh, uh, it's confusing to the guests, anyway. Confusing? <laughs> Wait, confusing to the guests? You have one more word. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Confusing to the guests. Fuck. <laughs> Those are my five. All right. And scale of one to five, how many thumbs up do you give Hollywood Handbook? You're going to fucking murder me for this before. <gasps> uh, Ashley's, okay. I just, like, cut Ashley to the bone with that one. I, I have a problem. I, <laughs> I. It's really funny. Um, I think it really depends on the guests, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's funny. I, I laugh a lot, but I... Well, I think it is something like you really have to, you really have to get it. Like it's, maybe I just don't get it. Maybe you just don't get it. Okay. Like, and that's like, that's like why it's funny. My best friend. I don't know. I I, I really, I really enjoy like the little, little characters they're playing. And like, (laughs) I absolutely love the stuff they do where they're like, Oh, like with the, I can't think of a good example, but like with the, they're like, which one is, I don't know. I love, well, I, I'm, I'm, not gonna get, I'm not going to get into yeah, it because, we're not gonna, yeah. because I could just do this an entire podcast like, about Sean and Hayes. <laughs> I'm normal and chill. I don't weirdly idolize people who are not also famous call, enough for that to call be Call Ashley, cool. both of you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're both like in serious relationships, Dude, but whatever. you know. <laughs> whatever. I mean, Ashton and Demi were married for 10 years or some shit. Yeah, before dude. And now he's got a little baby before boy. Before he um, had a baby with Mila. I don't know if it's a baby, a boy or not. I know it's a baby. Yeah. It might be a boy. Here's the thing. I bet I'm pretty sure like he knew Mila before he knew Demi. Yeah, cuz he was on that 70s show. Yeah. So I think this is this shows what a terrible person I am, but I find that story so inspirational. I mean, you know, if something is right, it's right. You can watch someone I mean, go Jimmy through Moore's a ten-year like, serious relationship and still end up with them in the end yeah. if it's meant to be. That's nice. That's a nice thought. <laughs> it's a nice thought. Okay, comedy bang bang. Um, engaging definitely. Engaging, like surprisingly so. Um, that's weird because I would. F- think that it would be alienating to someone who hadn't heard it, but maybe that's just because I've been listening to it for so long. I never listened to it, and the only, I, I, the first episode I listened to, uh, was one with Maria Bamford, because I, I just mm-hmm. searched Maria Bamford on, <laughs> on, uh, the podcast app or whatever, and it was, like, one with him and her, and then some fake, like, weird radio, uh, DJ guy, and he was just, like, making disgusting sexual... Yes! So, it was, I, I like, that was my first, like... James Adomian is the guy who does that character. Yes. He's so I've funny. I've seen the show, Comedy Bang Bang, and I enjoyed it, but I liked the co- the podcast a lot more. Okay. Um. Anyway, okay, engaging is your first word. You have four words. Engaging, left. so fucking funny. So fucking funny. You have one word left. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard for me to condense it down like that. Well, that's the point, Molly. Well, Ashley, you could put me on the spot, man. Well, I was... I don't do well on the spot. You know this about me. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Scott, Scott Ackerman's my last two words. Scott, okay. <laughs> Engaging so fucking funny, Scott. 
<laughs> All right, and with special guest Lauren Lapkus, five words. It's so it's so hard for me to like. I'll edit all of this to make it sound like you just came up with one. Yeah, on make spot. it sound like I'm so funny, chill. please. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was surprised, pleasantly. Pleasantly <laughs> surprised. Uh, three more words. Fuck, dude. I hate, I don't like being put on the spot. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> all right. Pleasantly surprised. I can't do it. Okay. Marry me, Lauren. Marry me, Lauren. There we go. <laughs> and... Scale of one to five for both comedy bang bang and five and five. Ah, yeah, I I absolutely like I I mean I listened to the same podcast for the entire time I was driving and I didn't get sick of them and I was driving through like I have a very strange and irrational phobia of driving and Ooh. I don't like driving on. I would on, say that's not an irrational phobia. Driving is terrifying. And, it is and terrifying, dangerous. but I I feel like I'm scared of stuff that's weird. Like I get I get really anxious in situations that aren't scary to other people. Um, I don't like driving on like a really straight highway because I feel like I'm losing my mind or driving into the future or something. <laughs> driving <laughs> well, technically you are always yeah, true. Driving into uh, the future, but I so I, I decided to go on Google Maps and take a no tolls route. Which basically led me through the fucking forest for six hours where it normally would probably take four and a half to get there. But it's fine. Uh, I was really scared and it was really dark and I, like, saw a lot of Amish buggies and stuff. (laughs) But the whole time I was driving, there was nothing to distract me and I was still super engaged with the podcast I was listening to. So that, I feel like that says a lot. Yeah! I'm so happy that you're listening to all of my recommendations. Man, Lauren Lapkus. She's she's great. She's really funny. If you guys have listened to that podcast, you definitely should check it out because it's 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 good stuff. I find that her podcast really varies on like who her guest is because she gives the guests so much control. But it, yeah, but it's funny in in different ways. Yeah, yeah, like there was one episode where it wasn't like hilarious, but I still was really interested. Wait, which one? Uh, it had Pam Murphy, and she was like a a, a plant whisperer. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. And her, I, I, it wasn't like laugh yeah. out loud hilarious, but I was still like really engaged by it. So, I don't know. It worked for me. I liked it. There we go. Yeah, Molly loves Lauren now. Five thumbs up. Aww. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> All right. So that that's cool. Good, good job, Molly. I'm I did doing a, I did a weekend. horrifying job with your little game there. No, that, that I have was I have lost. I get zero perfect. thumbs out of. Five. I'm going to leave reviews on iTunes for each of these shows, just with your fibers. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood Handbook four stars. Confusing to the guests. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, oh, Aubrey Plaza was like, "This is a mistake." <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, uh, that's I like that." <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm I'm glad that you did cool, interesting shit this weekend. That that's good. I did. I worked and apparently, apparently, okay. I found this out today. My I had this really weird interaction with my boss where he was trying to tell me that like I've just been given like a big new responsibility at work. And last week was my first time taking on this responsibility, and I made a mistake, which is to be expected, because I'm learning this new thing that I haven't done before. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
Apparently, this mistake ended up getting my boss in trouble with his boss. Because they were kind of like, oh, well, you should have, like, checked what Ashley did and made sure that, you know, that I didn't fuck it up. But I don't know. So I had this weird interaction with him where he was like, you're not in trouble. And he kept using the words, like, learning experience. And I was like, am I in Uh. trouble? Like, please tell me, like, what's going on? And he was just like, no, we're just going to, like, supervise you more closely when you do this in the future. And I was like, that's not good. That doesn't sound great. Well, he was probably just regurgitating stuff his boss told him. Yeah, I hope so. Because I just, I feel really... I'm really sensitive about my, uh, capability, I guess. I don't like feeling like my ability to do my job is in question. Yeah, I know what you mean. Everybody makes mistakes, though. It's part of, like, the human experience. Yeah, it's, it's not, like, I'm not upset with myself for making a mistake, And the mistake you made, honestly, really, not, not that big of a deal, I feel like, in the... It, and it also was something that kind of... Things. Yeah, eh, whatever. I'm... A few months ago, if this had happened, I would have been freaking out, but the past couple of months, I've been really trying to not stress out about work so much, because mm-hmm. I need to do other stuff with my life, which is why this podcast exists. Yeah. But, yeah, I, this today was just a day of a bunch of weird, weird interactions with people that I don't know how to interpret, and... I wanted to talk about them, but now I'm thinking, like, okay, so these are all things that have happened with people that I know, but I don't know super well, and there's, like, a 95% chance that they will never listen to this, but there's that slight chance that someday they will, and they'll hear this and be like, wait, that's me! Right. That's me you're talking about! So I feel weird, but I'm gonna try to tell these stories in the vaguest way possible. (laughs) Anyway, so, like, from... The second I got to work till the second I left was just full of... And I'm already, like, sleep-deprived, so I'm weird. I was in a weird mood. But all of my interactions were just so strange. Like, not flat-out bonkers, but just a little bit strange. And I just felt so weird. There is this one person who... I, I have a really hard time with really beautiful people. Like, anyone who's more attractive than I am... I feel like I'm not allowed to talk to them or interact with them. So anyone who is more attractive, like significantly more attractive than I am who comes to talk to me, I panic. And I feel like they're testing me to see if I'm going to like actually think that I'm worthy of speaking to them. So I need to just not say anything and run away so that they know that I know my place. (laughs) You realize that's ridiculous. Yes, but... Anyway, so there's, like, a person who works at my workplace, not in my department, who is (laughs) 100%, like, just, like, 10 out of 10, just a beautiful person, and I have always acted like a complete psychopath around them, because I just, you look at me, and and I'm, I'm just like, oh my god, I'm not worthy, I need to. I need to leave and not offend you with my sight. Um, I ended up, I was walking past this person, and the person standing next to them engaged me in conversation, and I was like, I'm not allowed to speak in front of this person, don't you know? You can't ask me to talk to you right now. 
But then I did, I did talk to this person anyway, and the really beautiful person was, like, laughing at my jokes that I said. Not, like, straight up, like, guffawing, but, like, a soft chuckle, and I, I was like, what's happening? Did I just make a hot person laugh? Like, what? <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> Am I in the Twilight Zone? <laughs> This person for sure thinks that I'm a fucking freak, because any time that they have seen me in the past, I've just, like, stammered and ran away. And... This person's not cool, though. <laughs> like, in my opinion, so... Anyway. So that was weird. Just that happened, like... Sharing my opinion. Right at the beginning of my shift. Completely threw me off all day. And then, at the very end of my shift, I was leaving, and I, I ran into this other person who I have the biggest, like, second-grade-style crush on. Like, not in a way that I'm, like, trying to get with them, but, like, the way a second-grader would have a crush on the teenager who lives next door, you know? Or their babysitter. Like, oh my god, they're so cute, and I don't know, like, I, I'm never gonna do anything about it, but... Anyway, so I obviously I act like an idiot in front of this person all the time, because that's just... I act like an idiot in front of everyone, but especially people that I am attracted to. And this person is usually really friendly with me, but today they kind of ignored me. And I started panicking, and then I had to stop and be like, okay, no, it's never about you. Like, every time you think it's about you, it's not. It's never about you. You know, they probably have some stuff going on. So then I kind of looked at them and noticed that they seemed really upset so I tried to just really casually kind of be like, hey, like, are you all right? And they gave me the most terrifying response you could ever get to that question, which is they shook their head really fast, said nothing, and then ran away. So Ugh. now I'm, like, stressed out and terrified. And I barely know this person, but for some reason I'm just like, oh, my God, my God, I hope they're okay. What's going on? That just means you're, like, an empathetic person. Uh, or maybe it means that I have a really creepy crush on this person, but I don't know. That too. That too. <laughs> anyway, I spent, oh. I spent a lot of time this afternoon when I was trying to sleep and not being able to. I was, like, meditating and just trying to send them, like, emotional protection in my Aww. weird way. <laughs> That's nice. I don't know if this is I hope they're off okay. topic or if I'm interrupting your No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Story done. flow, but I, I was thinking, I was, like, looking at this girl's, like, you were talking about second grade crushes and, like, yeah. that, like, really infantile crush. Yes. And I was, like, looking at this girl's Instagram yesterday, who I have been friends with since I was, like, a little kid, and I remembered something that I hadn't thought about in, like, probably, t I don't know, like, 15 years at least, maybe more. And it was that I had a really big crush on this dude in my grade, and he was really cute. He had a, he, I remember he had a, like, I saw him for the first time, he had a bowl cut, <laughs> parted in the center, no. though. It was the 90s, and Aww. he had, like, uh, khaki, like, cargo shorts, and I was like, damn, who the fuck is that? Um, I was nine. I mean, I, I was, like, probably eight or nine, and I really liked him, but of course I was, like, nine, so I didn't ever, ever talk to him at all or interact with him anyway. Um... But I, like, told my friends that I liked him, and one day I got a note in my locker, and it was from him. <gasps> and it was like, I really like you, but I'm I'm too scared to, like, say anything about her, like, or, like, you know, I, I, I just want you to know that I like you. And I was, like, so, I was, like, oh, my God, this is the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me in my <laughs> entire life. I was, like, I, like, I, like, unfolded and refolded the note up, like, thousands of times, like, rereading it. Yeah. 
And then, like, I was so happy for, like, three days. Like, mm-hmm. that was, like, I was so happy. I'm waiting for the kicker. And, and I saw him and, and in the hallways and stuff. But, of course, I, like, totally just ran away whenever I saw him. Because I was like, oh, my God, he, like, I don't know how to deal with this. I, I still do that as an yeah. adult. Me too. <laughs> Me too, yeah. Um, but, anyways, so a couple days later, I was in the cafeteria eating lunch with my friend, this girl who I was looking at at her Instagram. And she was like, oh... Yeah, by the way, I wrote that. <gasps> what a she bitch. wrote me she wrote me a fake note. I knew from something a guy that, was that I liked pretending Aww. that he likes me too. Like what the fuck kind of sociopath yeah, would do that? Hell? Like I still to this day I'm like, wow, you're a horrible person. She's like a kindergarten teacher now. Oh my god. And I'm like, you shouldn't be around kids because you're a horrible <laughs> human being. Like, I mean, to be fair, she's probably grown up since the second grade. I, I'm holding a grudge. <laughs> I'm holding a deep grudge. It's understandable, though. And, like, I haven't I thought about too. this in, like, a long time, but yesterday I was just, like, looking. I was like, oh, I wonder what she's up to. And then I was like, oh, fuck, that happened. So That is brutal. Yeah. Imagine my, brutal. imagine my heartbreak. Because, like, imagine just that the person that you just really like just likes you too. Like, just spontaneously. So good that you didn't, like, say anything to him, though. That I know. Well, I was terrible. like, I was like, just, I mean, I had glasses, I had braces, I had <laughs> bangs, I had a turtleneck on. Like, I wasn't going to talk to any boys. It wasn't, it wasn't going to happen. Um, Aww. But, so that's, that's a tragedy from my life. <laughs> And how does that inform you, your performance as an adult, Molly? Um, I don't talk to anyone that I like ever. Yep. That's, that's <laughs> how it goes. Just, uh, yeah, if I find somebody attractive or cool, I pretty much just run away from them. For the most part. Yesterday, Amanda was like, we need to find you someone. And I was like, good fucking luck with that. Because <laughs> anyone I like, I'm too afraid to talk to. Like anyone, that I, anyone that I think is cool... Or that I think is interesting, I pretty much just like sh- shrivel up into a piece of shit around them. Yep. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't. Like somebody, somebody asked me to um, name my like top five like comedy movies, and I was like, oh well, I can't remember the name of any movie I've ever seen in my whole life now. So, <laughs> um, um, you might have gathered that from Ashley's. Uh, <laughs> Asking me to describe. I'm sorry, I just put you on the spot like that I again. But I can't do it. I can't. I keep. I keep like occasionally. I'll come up with something like this for a guest, and no one ever wants to come up with anything on the spot. I with need me. like 48 hours to prepare for anything. <laughs> oh do it, boy! Man. But life, <laughs> humans, whatever. Shit's weird. Yeah. Um. <laughs> fun times. Okay. Molly and I are going to take a quick break. And we will be back to discuss this fancy Finger Lakes wine that Molly picked Finger up. Finger Lakes. Finger Lakes. That's ugh. Okay. We're coming back in five seconds. That's my guess. We'll see after I edit it. We'll count, see you when we see you. Count the seconds in the pause and tell me how close I was. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome back to Weinfeld. It's wine time. Now, usually what happens is that I will describe the wine I picked out and then have my guest read the label, but since Molly picked out this wine, I'm going to have Molly describe it to us, and then I will read the back label. Cool. Um, Okay, so I picked out um, a local, like, I was in the... The Finger Lakes. The Finger Lakes. Uh, I was in New York. I was visiting my best friend in Rochester, so that's a better, that's a less horrifying way of <laughs> saying that. Um, 
But this is from a uh, vin- vineyard? Winery? What the fuck do you say? Not brewery, but like... Winery, I think. Winery? The vineyard is where the grapes are grown, and then the winery is where winery. they make it. Okay, wine, this right? winery is called Inspire More. More spelled M-O-O-R-E. <laughs> Whatever. I bet someone involved. The last name is Moore. Yeah. I'm assuming. Uh, the wine I picked is called Inspiration. It's a red table wine. Um, and should I, there's a quote on the front of the bottle. Is that your... No, you read the... You read the, the quote front. says, Go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Live the life you have imagined. Oh, Henry, wow. Henry David Thoreau. <laughs> Ugh. Nice. Ugh. Nice. Uh, give us a couple words on why you chose this wine. Is that the Walden dude? Uh... I think so. He's the one who went to live in the cabin and Walden. shit. Yeah. Um, well, I, well, the main reason I picked a red was because I was driving home and I knew that a white wouldn't be, like, we were planning on doing this right after I came home and I knew that a white wouldn't be cold. So <laughs> I picked a red. Um, and it just, the description on the back sounded good to me. And also, uh, we, I know that Ashley, I don't think you've done a, Table wine? No. So, I thought that would be interesting to talk about. What the about. fuck is a table wine? I looked it up. We'll talk about it. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is Molly's podcast now. No, do you want me to I'm tell just you? a guest. Good. Okay. Uh, a table wine, uh, from what I can just determine, a wine of moderate quality suitable for drinking with a meal. Uh, it's a style of wine and a quality level, so it's basically just like, it's, it's like okay wine. And also, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily use a specific type of grapes, like... If it's, like, a Pinot Noir, it uses that type of grape. Right, yeah. Where a table wine, it can use, like, I guess, whatever the fuck it wants. <laughs> That's the impression I get. So it's, like, okay wine. All right. That's non-specific to grapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's read back. An inspirational blend that marries two red varieties with pronounced brambleberry fruit, ground pepper, the fuck, moderate tannin structure, and subtle sweet fruit. Our grapes are harvested from regional vineyards that implement sustainable viticulture practices to provide the best quality and expression from the region. I picked it because of the the pepper sounded interesting. Pepper? I think think that sounds nice. I mean, Ground pepper and sweet fruit. You know what? I'm open. Yeah. I'm open-minded. Let's see. I'll pop the baby open because usually I make you do it, but you know what? I'm gonna... I'm doing it now. I was wondering where my nice corkscrew is. I'm my own guest. I brought it... in your room. Well, I brought it in here for the episode. Oh, I drank a bottle of wine last night, and I was like... Oh, I had it in here because I recorded with Amanda yesterday. Oh, okay. So... Ah! My favorite noise. Woo! The sound always sounds kind of gross when I'm listening to it in headphones but, while I'm editing. But it sounds beautiful the in person. Pouring sound. I'm just yeah. like, ew. All right, let's describe the appearance. It's very purple. It is like almost opaque. Yeah, it's. I can only barely see the light through it. I'm so. holding it right up to the light, and yeah, I can yeah. barely see anything. It is straight up purple. It's like yeah, it's like black almost. Yeah, it definitely, I probably made with black grapes is my guess. Not that we would know. They don't tell us. And it doesn't, it doesn't tell us the year either, so. Yikes. There's wine on the carpet. Oh, there always is. (laughs) 
whatever. Wine on the Carpet could be the alternate title of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what do you, are you still following the tasting uh, chart? Yeah, cool. there's a couple, it, there's like small bubbles in it, which um, doesn't always happen, but not a lot. But it's definitely not like a sparkling wine. Yeah, yeah, no, but there's like, there's little bubblies. I see them. The one we did yesterday had, like, zero bubbles at all, and I was like, that's insane, but this one has little tiny bubbles, and is really purple and really dark, and yeah. that is all I have to say about the appearance. Yep. Um, I'm, like, sticking my finger in it because I want to see if it looks this dark. Yep, it still looks like a dark it looks purple. looks like blood. Well, not, it's, like, purpler. Yeah. All right, let's smell it. Ooh, it smells really good. It does smell good. Honestly, and I don't know if it's because I read mm. pepper on the back label, but it smells peppery to me. My favorite type of wine uh, is like a really smoke. Like, I, I, my old roommate is really knowledgeable about um, wine and beer and stuff. She's like, she used to be a bartender and stuff. And she bought this bottle of wine one time that was like a really smoky, like Argentinian Malbec. And I cannot remember what it was called. But it was so good, and it smelled just smoky. And this one smells a little smoky. Yeah, I would it, definitely it actually say it makes me think smoky. about that. Yeah, it smells like it's it doesn't smoky. smell it like it's rich. It doesn't smell like it's going to taste sweet. But no. I don't know. But we could be proven wrong. We'll see. It smells. It smells rich. It doesn't. It does not smell like fucking like vinegar. It no. does not smell like a shitty wine. No, it, it smells nice. It smells. Yeah, it smells smoky, peppery for sure. Yeah. Um. Mm. It smells really good. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, and the alcohol fumes are not strong. Yeah. That is it's a like weird fun. thing that I, like, some of these wines, like, they smell really strongly of alcohol. Other ones, not so much. This one, yeah, it smells sort of woodsy. Mm. Woodsy, yeah. smoky, peppery. Mm. But it doesn't smell that much like alcohol. It smells great. Like, if you really stick your nose in there, it's like... You can smell the alcohol for a little bit, but it's definitely it not the first thing that hits you. Alcohol or alcohol? Is there are both correct, or is it like one? Is it alcohol? I I think it might be because I. No, grew I'm saying up, that I've never heard that. Yeah, ever. I think it. I think it might just be because I grew up like in Virginia, which is a little bit southern, and I think that is that a southern? maybe alcohol is like a southern thing. I don't know if you're I've listening. I've never heard that. I. It's something I've trained myself out of. Like, that's how I naturally say it, and I catch myself saying that sometimes. I've trained myself out of it to say alcohol. Like, I had a friend one time who studied accents a lot, and she told me that my A sounds, like, the A sound, are really affected. Like, that she could notice. And now that I've said it, like, everyone else is going to notice it, too. (laughs) But she was like, you sound like you're really overdoing that that sound. And I'm like, yeah, because I grew up and I, it was like alcohol and, and you always use the ah sound. That's interesting. Like I that's what, that. yeah. yeah. When I grew up, all of that stuff was the ah sound. And now I sort of made myself do the ah sound. Well, my basis on the pronunciation of that word is that song. Ah, like, ah, blame ah, it on the ah, 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 alcohol. <laughs> so I would say it's alcohol. I think so too. Probably alcohol but is probably also, a weird. Regional, regional dialects thing. are not yeah. incorrect. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Like... <laughs> um, but if anyone has more insight on that, feel free to let me know. An actual British person got back to me about the last episode where we were talking about a 
British colloquialism that I was like, what? Is this a thing? Actual British person. And an actual, actual British person from the internet told me that it was indeed a British colloquialism, so... Good to know. That was cool. It's cool to have people in different places who listen to this and can tell me things, so... Yeah, that's cool. If... Maybe I'm wrong about alcohol being a southern thing. Maybe I just am weird. I don't know. It's probably a thing from a regional thing. Yeah, if you yeah, if you have ever heard that or said that or if you have an idea of what that comes from, let me know. Cuz I'd be interested to hear it. Cuz I have my speaking voice is very affected. If you heard the way that I spoke like I don't know, at like 15 or 16, as opposed to how I speak now, I've trained myself out of a lot of pronunciations because I don't know. I was really insecure about sounding stupid or I don't know. So I have, I, yeah, I would just listen to, I mean, my family's not from the South, but I did grow up in Virginia. So I think I heard just my friends and the people I was around spoke Not in an exaggerated southern accent, but, you know, it's a little different down there. And I think I would listen to people on, like, TV and in movies, and I have really tried to sound like them. Mm -hmm. So, at this point, it's how I speak comes mostly naturally to me. But I remember it took me a long time to train myself into speaking this way. And occasionally it'll slip, and I'll say something with a weird, like, sort of southern accent. And I'll be like, oh, whoops. (laughs) Gotta catch myself there. But yeah, alcohol. Fun alcohol. times. Let's let's something, take a sip of this. we both enjoy. Yeah. Let's take a sip of this alcohol. That tastes way sweeter than I was expecting. It is sweet. It's well, not it's not super sweet. There's like the aftertaste isn't sweet, but when I was like the first sip sipping definitely. on it, it tastes really sweet. It's not dry really. I'm like a little bit. Well, now I'm feeling like it is. But Afterward, it feels like it is. But the yeah. first, it definitely feels sweet, like, right when it hits your tongue. Like Yeah, when you take a sip, it's like, it tastes like berry juice, and then suddenly it gets, like, peppery and dry. And it, like, yeah, it, like, evolves into, like, this dry little smoky thing. Mmm. This is great. I really like this. That's interesting, yeah. It tastes very much like black grapes to me. Yeah, it's definitely... A really dramatic change from when it first hits your tongue to when you swallow it. Yeah, right? Interesting. That is... I wonder if if that... Because there's no, like, certain type of grape they have to use, right? If it's table wine. Nope, they don't So I wonder if maybe it's, like, a mixed type of grapes or something. It's it's definitely a couple of different kinds. Yeah. Well, it says, um... It marries two red varieties. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, that would explain it. It's made in uh, Naples, New York, which I don't know exactly where that is, but it's somewhere around where I was, I guess. I was in Rochester. I was in, like, Canandaigua, Rochester. Okay, because we all know where that is. It's, it's like, half an hour away from Rochester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I definitely feel like they're, I'm getting, like, two distinctly different flavors, but I'm not mad about it. It's very interesting. I like it. It's chill. I'm into this, it. This, this winery had... Um, a lot of different wines at the store I was at. Uh-huh. And they all had really pretty bottles, and I really debated on which one to get, and I picked this one because it said peppery. <laughs> it looks so, like, witchy on the front. Like, the font is, like... Yeah, it's definitely witchy. Mm-hmm. I like it. I, yeah. I love it. I think it looks fucking great. <laughs> fucking great. Fucking <laughs> great. <laughs> I like witchy mm. stuff. 
sometimes. This shit's nice. I like it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Whew. Trying not to gulp it too fast because yeah. I don't want to be... I don't want to get trashed, but this is like... It's easy to drink. I've said a lot of wines are not easy to drink. Some of them are. This is definitely on the I feel like this isn't one side. that I would... I feel like this isn't one that I would... Uh, like chug though no but it's like smooth going down it is it is but it's there's enough going on that it's not like i can forget that i'm drinking it the past couple of wines that i've tried i have felt like i needed to really sip them and take my time i kind of feel that way about this one really i feel like maybe it's just because the one i did yesterday was so like it was really dry and you had to, mm. and really strong, yeah, like really full bodied and strong, and so I had to like just take a little bit at a time. Yeah, this one feels a lot easier to drink than that one. So, for better complex or worse, though, sure. yeah, complex. That's a probably a good term. I feel like one of these days, an actual like a person who actually knows shit about wine is gonna like tell me that I'm all of my descriptions are completely wrong well i went i don't know what i went to uh taste wines with my best friend who actually who like legitimately knows a lot about wine and like uh is knowledgeable and stuff and it was interesting hearing what she had to say because i was just like i like wine give me wine put (laughs) some wine in my mouth (laughs) and we went to like we had like flight we had like a flight of wine at this winery and it was really great because like I don't know shit. I told the guy that. I was like, I don't know anything. I don't like wines that are super sweet. And he just, like, poured me a bunch of wines. Also, ah. we talked about this, um, I think maybe one of the times I've been on here. I don't know. But, uh, we were talking about, like, whenever the, the bottle tells you to pair it with something. Yeah. And how that's, like, kind of annoying and bullshit. And, like, yeah. don't tell me what to do. But the guy at the wine place, um. This is where Mar- Molly dark sides on me. Yeah. I guess I did. Uh, but, like, I feel like most of the time, like, okay, this one, I don't think it says what to have it with. No. No. But a lot of red wines are just like, eat it with steak, or whatever, and it's just like, whatever, fuck off, I'm not gonna do that. (laughs) Um, but the other day at the wine place, like, I, me and Kayla got, like, a a cheese board, and we got, like, there was, like, a blue cheese on it that was, like, a really, it was, like, a really intense blue cheese, and the wine man sommelier <laughs> i guess would uh, whatever the wine um, man the wine boy um <laughs> he was like let me get you a wine that's gonna go really well with this blue cheese and he like went and got an ice wine which is like wine i guess they freeze the grapes at some point during the wine making process and that huh. makes it that makes it extremely sweet and he was like take a bite of this cheese and then drink this wine and i was like whatever like <laughs> that's stupid fuck off i just want to get drunk but <laughs> I drank, I, I took a bite of the cheese, and I drank the wine, and it was, like, extremely intense cheese that maybe I wouldn't normally like, and, like, wine that's really sweet that I definitely wouldn't normally like, but, like, together, the pairing was insane. Like, it was so good. Oh, Molly. The two things were so nice together. I think that most of the time, like, bottle labels are bullshit, but, uh, I mean, wine and cheese, man, you can't even fucking, that's a thing. Get yeah. Get with that. That's legit. Guess not. You know what we should do? We should record an episode live from a winery at some point. Oh my god. Or at least like the wine segment. Yeah. Record it live. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good idea. Let's talk more about that off the air. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like the taste of this wine and you did a good job picking it out, Molly. Thank you. Good job. 
Maybe I should just entrust you with making all my wine selections now. No, I remember. Oh yeah, there. the first one that you great. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. Um, <laughs> well, I mean that was that was to be expected. Yeah, it was three dollars. <laughs> this wasn't expensive either, but it was. I mean, it tastes like it is though, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't really know, but so it are we good. talking about like a body or whatever bullshit? Um, let's see. Appearance, aroma, taste. Yep, it's body time. Body time. I want to. I want a theme song just for not <laughs> for the wine segment, but for the body part body of the time. wine segment. <laughs> Let's play some gross hip hop song. See, I still don't really know. I, I don't think I know what body means. The sense of alcohol in the wine and the sense of feel in the mouth. Mm. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't taste strongly of alcohol. It doesn't smell or taste strongly of alcohol. It's not excessively boozy. I know that it is. Yeah. I'm fucking drinking it. Well, but, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Like I don't it's not strong. It doesn't have a super strong... I feel like it doesn't have a super strong presence. Like, it definitely is there. It's not... It's it's nice. Yeah. I feel like it's not... It's, it's good. It's table wine... It's I think of, it's kind of mild. It's of moderate quality yeah. to drink with a meal. We don't have a meal. We are drinking it alone, but it is... We don't eat. We actually We just, just live on wine. We live on alcohol. The only time Ashley consumes calories is during when she's recording this podcast. So, <laughs> I mean... Yup. For Christ's sake, Ashley. <laughs> I'm so. laughing because I just stuff my face constantly. She's so malnourished. No, I mean, I don't know. All you drink is wine. It's crazy. <laughs> what do you eat? It's fucking crazy. I mean, it's technically fruit, so. Mm-hmm. It is fruit. It is fruit. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it is mild, light-bodied. I think that's the word you use, light-bodied. It, I wouldn't say light-bodied, but it's a lot lighter than a lot of the red wines that I've had. It good? It good. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm still really thrown by how different the like lingering taste is from it the beginning, which is a nice transition into finish. The last segment, the finish is very different than the initial taste. It when you like in the act of swallowing, there's like kind of like a, it's like sharp a little bit. Yeah, it, like right, but not when you sip it. Just it's sweet and smooth when you first take a sip, and then afterwards it gets like, like, and then after it's like, mm. it gets dry and and yeah, it's definitely definitely has a dry finish. Definitely has a dry finish. Definitely like, yeah, definitely savory. Definitely not sweet finish. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. Like it's such a contradiction between like the beginning of the drink process and it's the really end. interesting. I like it. This is interesting, and I wonder if it is like. Because it has two different, whatever. Yeah. Two different types blended or whatever. Yeah. If that's what it does. Like, you would think that mixing two, they would just work together and become a third different thing, but I feel like I'm tasting two different things. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I wonder if they choose stuff like that on purpose. Like, this wine, like, this thing will taste strongly at the beginning and this thing will taste more strongly at the end, so we're going to pair them together so that they work together like that? Is that a thing? It's weird that they don't say what the grapes are, though. Like, I feel like, I feel like I want them. I I would like to know, yeah. But, I mean, this is a fucking, this is a good wine. I like it. Am I allowed to say fucks? What? Am I allowed to say fucks? Yeah. Okay. 
I tried editing my out first, the curse my, words the first in, like, time. the first episode or two just because I was, like, one, a little bit nervous about, like, who would find this, and two, uh, I don't know, I, I just, I'm getting more and more confident the more we do, and I'm getting to the point of, like, fuck it, like, I'm gonna live my life and, and do my shit, and... People and the more fucks that I want. Yeah, the more (laughs) that people get back to me, and I mean, I'm gonna say I have received almost universally positive feedback, but that's probably just because the people who have negative feedback are just too afraid to say it to me. Um, But the more encouraging positive stuff I hear, the less afraid I am to kind of just do it. Yeah, that's good. Um, So I am letting loose a lot. But at the beginning, I was kind of scared, but then it just was so much work to edit, like, every... Just to mute every... Well, mine, too. (laughs) But it it was so much work to edit, like, all of the curse words that I was just like, I'm not... I'm not doing it. And so now I just... I have this... When I post it on Facebook, I have a very restricted list of people that it's allowed to reach. Oh, really? No one who's friends with my parents... I showed, whenever I posted the link this. to the last one I was on, I posted it to everyone except for my mom. <laughs> yeah, I mom, definitely... Mom, I'm sorry. I love ya. I'm disgusting. <laughs> you raised me. So uh, it's your fault. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm thinking about, because I haven't attached my real full name to this, and I'm kind of wondering what... You attached my real full name to this? I, I edited it out of the description, though, <laughs> so good. it's not Googleable anymore. <laughs> um... I'm thinking about coming up with maybe like a like a professional last name. That sounds so douchey, but it's only because my parents have in the past expressed extreme discomfort with me using the family name for That's not comedy a bad idea. and stuff. So yeah, I was thinking about adopting like a a lot of people do that. They adopt pseudonyms for yeah. professional purposes, so I was thinking maybe under, like, for podcasting and improv and, like, any writing, maybe I'll just adopt a fake last name so then, one, no one can Google my real name and find it, and two, my parents can't be like, you're embarrassing the family, because I'm like, well, I'm not using your name, so. Yeah. That's a good idea. You should do it. That's a, that's a thing that I'm toying Tweet with. Tweet Ashley with your name suggestions. <laughs> I already kind of know, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna reveal it yet. I'll tell you later. Ashley Kardashian. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Kardashian. I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run my... Just Kim Kardashian. You're, you're new. Oh, I just Kim Kardashian is the full last name, though. I'm still Ashley. I'm just gonna be Ashley, Ashley Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Kim oh. Dash Kardashian. <laughs> you should do that. Though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run some hypothetical last names by you and you can tell me what you think. Me? Yeah. Now? Not now. Later. later. Okay. <laughs> Off air. You guys don't get to hear it. I do, because I'm a friend. Oh, don't you wish you were my friends? You're friends, too. You are friends. I call you friends constantly. And also, no one listens to this who is not probably a friend of some sort. (laughs) People listen to it. Who are different people. My multitude of fans. Ashley has fans. I have so many fans. I wish I had a fan. (laughs) I'm your fan. Thank you. You do have, sort like, people who will message me about podcast there have been people who told me that that they think you're funny and that we have a really good rapport so that's nice yeah 
You have fans. Some some feedback I got for the last time I was on this uh, was uh, my friend was like, yeah, I could pinpoint the exact moment he blacked out. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, yeah, I could tell you blacked out whenever you stopped talking, and then whenever you did talk, all you said was just like some variation of the word fuck. And I was like, oh, yep, that's probably when that happened. <laughs> so, uh... I'm not going to black out today, because it's a school night, but... It's a school. I'm not in fucking school. I was thinking about this today, because somebody I was working with mentioned that, I guess, they were in college, and they mentioned that they had just started school, and I was like, I don't know, where, like, just the thought just came to me, I was like, my favorite thing about myself is that I don't go to school. God damn, <laughs> am I happy I'm not in school anymore. Oh, I'm so bad I much prefer working full-time I'm to so going to school. I'm so bad at school. I hate it. I hate it. I mean, I get paid to work full-time, and I I put so much more effort into working than I ever did into academic, academics. Me too. So. I care way more. I care way more. Yeah. Interesting. I went to art school, and that's just the worst thing. Don't do it. <laughs> don't fucking do it. Go to real school and just do art on the side. Or just don't go to school, like or me. Just, yeah, just Be fuck. a rebel. Going to school did absolutely nothing for me, professionally, certainly not monetarily, like, it it just, I feel like I had no benefit on me whatsoever. Don't go to college! (laughs) Alright. Yay! Oh my god, Nicki Minaj would be so disappointed in us right now. I know. I mean, I love you, Nicki, but did she go to college? Um, I don't know, but her whole thing is, like, she tells all her fans to stay stay in in school. school. Yeah, that's, you should stay in, like, high school, but... Okay, uh, graduate high school, go to college if you know what you want to do and, and it's yeah. necessary. Let me amend my statement. Don't go to art school. Don't do it. It's going to make Unless you, your gonna, parents are really rich and you can afford taking four years of your life to just fuck around. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that. That's dismissive. I worked, I mean, I worked really I'm hard. I'm sure it's really valuable experience is what I'm trying to say, but... I did work hard in art school, but it did make me hate art and it, I feel like it was just not worth my time and i'm sure i mean there's other people who went to my school who are very successful and have different experiences <laughs> abby jacobson <laughs> oh yeah abby jacobson from broad city went to my school and she graduated right before i got there and unfortunately i never got to meet her but uh she's not a visual artist that's, that's what, true well that's not what she's famous for yeah so i mean abby i love you mm-hmm. i don't know micah sucks though <laughs> I want to. Sorry, Micah. You suck. I hate you so much. Um, Molly's actually talking to everyone named Micah right now. You guys just suck, all of you. No, that's what my school's called. All right, Molly and I are going to take a break now that we've inspired you to pursue higher education. Don't do it! And we'll be back in a few minutes to talk to you about Seinfeld Season 2, Episode 3, The Jacket. Quit your job, don't go to school! Oh my god. Hey friends, welcome back <laughs> to Weinfeld. It's Seinfeld time. I only watched this episode one time and did not take as much notes as usual. I'm distracted today between the sleep deprivation and I keep furiously checking the internet because I'm trying to convince two people from Reddit to get married <laughs> right now. So <laughs> in between segments, I keep like checking <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's what i'm doing right now it's my my higher calling as a matchmaker i think I, i've always thought i would be really good at at matchmaking ashley does have good instincts about 
uh, people being together. Uh, I do. <laughs> Molly playing coy over here. Whatever. Ashley's, Ashley gives good advice. If you ever need good advice from a friend, just go to Ashley. Aw, thank you. I can't wait till I have you enough give, listeners you give legit that... advice. You, like, give me advice that works, so... I can't wait till I have enough listeners that I can... That people can write me in with their advice questions. I'll make it a... Because, A, you tell like it is. I tell it like it and is. You, like, tell... No, but, you're, but you're honest. Like, yeah. that's good. That you, like, told me stuff about myself that is stuff I didn't know, necessarily. <laughs> but also, you give good advice, so... But in a nice way. I'm not, like... I'm not, like, one of those... Brutally honest, dickish people. No, I don't think. no, 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 not at all. But like you know, I never really thought of myself as being a Leo. <laughs> not to talk about fucking astrology right now, but uh, and then Ash was like, "You're totally a Leo, you dick." And I was like, <laughs> "I didn't call you a dick." No, I know. <laughs> and I was like, "No, you're right." Fuck. Anyway, my instincts are great. So if I tell you you should get married to someone, you should do it. If Ashley tells you to get married, you better fucking do it. <laughs> okay, Seinfeld. The end. <laughs> That's it. That's the podcast. Uh, it is... Okay. Yep. Season 2, episode 3, The Jacket. Usually I have a lot more background information to give to the people, but I did not do as much research this time, but I do remember reading that this episode, like most of them, was based on something that happened to Larry David in his life. And at this point, I think, like, 90% of the episodes that I have seen so far were based, like, Larry David wrote them based on something that actually happened to him. So apparently he was dating a girl whose father was a good writer, like a renowned writer. I don't remember exactly who it was. (laughs) And... And he wore a new suede jacket to meet this girl's father and then got caught in the snow and it ruined his jacket. So that's basically what happens. I feel happens. like, isn't there some sort of spray or protect? Yeah, there's that stuff that you can spray on it. Yeah, but then that makes like it suede? all, like, stiff and weird. Oh. Okay, well maybe don't wear a suede jacket if it's gonna snow. Check yeah. the goddamned weather. <laughs> Jerry, I don't and know. And honestly, Jerry's so proud of this fucking jacket. It's not even a good jacket. Alright, but you know what? Was it good in the 90s? I don't know, but in 2015, it, wasn't, it doesn't It wasn't up. good on him, but I can relate to the love of a jacket, because I have a jacket, <laughs> and anyone who's ever know, has ever met me has seen me wear it, always, um, but... Your denim jacket? Yeah. Yeah, it's It was my one. dad's. It's fucking dope. My dad painted an eagle on it in the 70s. It's fucking cool. I love it. Uh, and I, like, I was, like, driving to Rochester this weekend, and I was, like, 20, I had been gone for 20 minutes, and I was, like, I forgot my jacket, and I, like, literally went all the way back to my house for rush hour traffic just to get it, because I was, like, I'm gonna feel way better if I have it. And I was there when Molly walked in, and I saw the jacket sitting on the futon, and I was, like, I was, like, someone forgot something, (laughs) I was, like, and I didn't regret it. I'm glad I grabbed it, so. (laughs) How, okay, so Jerry... They won't tell My us. My jacket in the is much better than Jerry's jacket, though. Is that what? Yeah, one, his jacket is bad. Two, he won't like tell anyone how much he paid for it. There's this whole scene where George is trying to like needle out of him how much he paid for this jacket. That was and such, George is yeah. freaking out. It's so funny. Jerry's just not saying a word, and George is like, was it $700? Did you pay? Oh my, do not tell me you, pay- you paid more than $700. I'm leaving right now thinking it's $1,000, unless you tell me. 
And Jerry's just, like, silent. More than a thousand dollars? It's like, that's insane. How, what is the most amount of money you've ever spent on an article of clothing? Oh, my God. Probably, like, sixty dollars. Like, I don't... I have an awesome, like, fake leather motorcycle jacket that I paid eighty dollars for. That's the most I've ever spent I don't, on I don't buy, I mean, I dress like shit. <laughs> like, I, I don't wear things that are fancy or nice. Like, I don't spend money on clothes, because, like, that's... When I had money for a while, like, I was buying nicer clothes, and I just don't have money for it anymore. If I could, I totally would, but I just, I I don't. And I I don't dress well in the summer, because, like, fuck summer, like, I just want to wear a tank top all the time. But, and when it's colder outside, like, I do dress myself really nicely, I think. Like, I, I am stylish. Like, people... One, people, I, I think, don't realize this about me, because one, like, I can't wear nice shit to work, so I always look gross at work. I always look gross during the summer because it's just too hot to wear clothes. But I actually do have a really, I'm stylish, I have a good sense of this stuff. But even so, I still would I never don't. spend over a thousand dollars on a single article of clothing. That's insane. Unless I could, like, afford to. And then I would totally do that. It, even if I could afford to, I feel like there are better uses for money. Like, I would I would spend, like, a couple hundred dollars on a nice jacket if I were rich, but not over a thousand. Good lord. Well, it depends how much money I had. I could feed myself for an entire year on a thousand dollars. Yeah. That's... Yeah. <laughs> that's bonkers. Anyway, yeah. Jerry... One, bought a really bad jacket. Two, was not funny. His stand-up bits were okay, I, but in the episode, like, the story, he wasn't funny. He, yeah. I was he like, kept saying shit that was, like, trying to be funny, and it was not landing. They were in the store where he bought the coat, and he, like, made several jokes that I was like, wow, Jerry's, like, losing his mind. Like, yeah. He's, he's, like, transparently trying very hard to be funny, and it's, like, him and Elaine were at a, um... I were at the store, and he held up, like, a rack of ties, and he was like, look, tie car wash. Yeah, what? And I'm like, what? That was... Ugh, Jerry, that's, come that's on. That's not... And Elaine... I mean, and I appreciate that Elaine was just, like, didn't even react at all to it. <laughs> um, and then he made some comment about, like, they were like, oh, we'll go look in the back to see if we have any other stuff that might interest you. And he's like, we should make a store that is just the back, and you go to the front, and you're already in the back. None of that made any sense whatsoever. Like, are you okay? I was trying to figure out, like, what is he saying right now? Is this a joke that I just don't get? Do you honestly, need to, like, go to bed? Cause, like, it, you're... I think he's having a stroke. Like, are you honestly, having a stroke right now? He's yeah. just saying, like, yeah. words, and it doesn't make any sense. Oh, Jerry. Uh, Thankfully, Elaine did not react to it. Yeah, um, so yeah, Jerry not in, not in top form this episode, but mm. Elaine, great. George fucking killing it. George was extra funny in this one, for sure. Kramer didn't do a whole lot, but you know, he does his weird zany Kramer thing, Except and he was funny. sexy. Oh, Molly has the grossest <laughs> attraction to it Kramer. It is absolutely disgusting. Like, it is it's nasty. So, like, I hate myself so much, but like, oh my god, he's so cute. He's not cute. He's not cute. He's like, Ew. I don't know. I honestly think I would fuck Jerry before Kramer, and I what? hate Jerry. Really? Kramer is the embodiment of everything I find unattractive. Like, he's, like, kind of slobby. Slobby? Is that a word? He's a slob. He's slobby. He's, like, masculine, sort of, you know, like, in his build. His face is really, like, not... I like refined features and okay. really pretty... We have, we have 
totally we have, yeah, we've opposite. we've covered this. We're yeah, attracted to yeah, the yeah, exact yeah. opposite thing. I'm like, no, that's not necessarily because the dudes that I find attractive are are always very like slim like with cheekbones and like beautiful eyes and good hair. And Molly's just like gross. Okay, no, yes, you are for I, the most part. I like pretty boys. <laughs> you like some pretty boys. I like some. You boys like one pretty boy. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, well, Kramer is gross, and I hate myself. But you know, I uh, every time I'm saying, I'm just, I'm just like, hmm? sup, sup. <laughs> you know what? If you want me to sit in your car while you wait for some doves, <laughs> I will do it. I'll do it for you. Uh, good. What's, what's Kramer's first name? Do we know that? Uh, it hasn't been revealed yet. Should I? Is I don't want to talk. Later? It's revealed like late in the series. Oh, I think. well then don't. Yeah. No spoilers. no spoilers. No spoilers. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's his last name. Um. Yeah, George. Though I mean, George is usually fantastic. He was especially great in this episode. I honestly like watching these episodes. I cannot believe. That as a kid, I, I was not all over George. Like, as a kid, I was like, haha, Jerry's funny, and Kramer's hilarious, and I never thought about George, but now I'm watching this, I'm like, how the fuck George was I not is, all about George? George is, like, certainly the best comedic actor in Seinfeld. He's so By funny! Far, he's so, he's, it's just, it's just nicely delivered. Like the, He has this thing where, like, this episode, he has a song from Les Mis stuck in his head the entire time. The Master of the House song. He's just singing it. He knows every single word to the song. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so... <laughs> I don't know. He's so funny. He's funny. He's a funny man. He, um... So, he and Jerry and Elaine go to, I guess, have dinner with Elaine's father, and Jerry and George show up before Elaine does, so it's this awkward thing of they're trying to interact with this really intimidating guy who's, like, a renowned writer, and... And they're just, we're looking at that, like, Molly and I are watching this, and we're looking at, there's this couch, and George and Jerry are sitting on it, and Jerry just looks so fucking stupid. He's wearing a stupid jacket, a bad tie, making dumb jokes that, like, aren't funny. And then George has his little cardigan on, and his nice tie, his, and he well, looks so cute. It's not a nice, he's I like, love his he's tie. He's wearing a brown, he's, like, wearing a brown wool tie. I thought it was adorable. It is adorable. Oh my god, his cardigan's the cutest thing I've ever seen. And I was like, I would, I would absolutely kiss George before I would kiss Jerry. In this I would situation. kiss George for sure. Uh, I, I don't would not wanna, kiss Jerry. I don't. A weird thing is, I would, I would fuck Jerry before I would fuck George, but I would kiss George. I wouldn't. Fuck and him. I would not want to kiss Jerry like at all. Yeah, gross. I don't know. Got too many teeth. Got so many teeth. So many teeth. You know what I mean? His teeth are just, like, omnipresent. They're just, like... <laughs> he just looks like such a smug, badly-dressed douchebag. He looks like he would just he be has, bad in bed. He like, has the just, unfounded confidence of a man who dresses much better than he does. Yeah. I don't know. George. I would give George a little smooch. He's if Jerry's, a cutie. He's a cutie pie. <laughs> if Jerry's hair was better and he dressed better, that might be different. Oh, good. There's an airplane flying by. I hope y'all can hear that. Well, it's really hot, so we have the window open. I just said are... y'all. See, that's that's another ac- uh, example of my I'm not from the salt. weird Virginia accent. I'm not accent. from the salt. I fail. Like, Jesus fucking sneaking Christ. by. Oh. I say y'all. That's the one Virginia habit I just cannot kick. I say I y'all think... all the time. I never said y'all before I went to Micah, and I picked it up because it's 
better than saying you guys or yin's guys. Cause, yin's guys. Because that's like, y'all is gender neutral. You know what I mean? Yeah. I so. I don't know. It's just, it. I just say it all the time. It's the one, the one regional dialect sort of thing that I can't get rid of. I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm okay though. with that. Yeah, it's y'all better than a lot of the alternatives. I, like I say y'all all the time, and I'm not, definitely not. Y'all all the time. I say y'all all the time. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like since this episode, like, the big part of it was the jacket, we won't do a separate fashion segment at the end, we'll just sort of include yeah, it. Yeah. fashion talk in the discussion of the episode, because... Jerry's jacket is a big part of it. And honestly, like, I don't understand everyone's obsession with this jacket. It's so bad. It doesn't fit him right. It's, At it's the a very stupid beginning, style. It does nothing for me. And yeah. again, again, this might be a dated thing because, like, maybe in the 90s this is a dope jacket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously things were different then because people dressed horribly. So <laughs> it might have been cool. I don't know. But at the very beginning, Jerry has, like, a, a stand-up thing. He's like... I hate clothes. I'm, I hate picking them out. And Molly and I are both like, yes, we know. You suck We can at it. tell. <laughs> uh, you are so bad at it. And he's like talking about how, like, in the future we should all wear the same thing. I'm like, that might benefit you, Jerry Seinfeld. Because yep. you fucking suck dick at picking that out That sounds... Clothes. I went to private <laughs> school for one year in ninth grade, and it was a very strict dress code, like, like uniform. Everyone had to wear the same thing. And it reminded me of, like, the people who would defend the dress code were the people who obviously, like, didn't know how to dress themselves. And people would be like, oh, like, you won't have to be distracted about by, like, you know, impressing your classmates with your clothes. And I- I'm like, you're saying that because you don't know how to dress well. <laughs> I'm a person who does know how to dress well, so I resent not being able to do that. Well, look at Ashley up on her fashion throne. Queen Ashton. I'm literally wearing throat. pajamas right if now. If I can wear, I mean, I enjoy that I have to wear the same thing to work every day because I don't want to pick out a fucking outfit. I have a choice of like two polo shirts and a t-shirt. And I'm like, yes. Because <laughs> like I don't, I can't dress well. I don't have a, whatever. It does take a lot of time and thought. To dress oneself. Well, Fashion Ashley's here to tell you. I, I just enjoy uh, up clothes. Up top of her fashion throne. Oh my here god. To tell you what to wear. I not. Well, <laughs> uh, whatever. I when I care and I have the time, I can make myself look nice. That's why, like, I, I am- hate that I have to work so early in the morning. Cause I look amazing right now. The people, I feel like. <laughs> Is this a good outfit? I feel like it's just Molly. versatile. You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I I hate that I have to work so early in the morning because I can't. When I, <laughs> I'm really glad that this podcast is not visual right now. <laughs> anyway, um, I I like when I have later shifts. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, I have time to like dress myself nicely, and, like, do my hair, and then I'm like, I look good, but the people who work with me in the morning, like, they don't know that I can be hot sometimes. I I just feel weird about, like, I just want to go up to people and be like, I don't look disgusting all the time, it's just because I had to wake up at 4 a.m. No matter how much time... Sometimes I am cute. No matter how much time I have to get ready, I'm like, I'm just gonna roll up looking like a box of shit. I don't care. (laughs) Fuck all of you. You are better at makeup than anyone I know. Like, your eyeliner has never been anything but 100% flawless. Thank you. So, don't... That's nice. Don't talk yourself down. Thank you. 
Because I will try to put on liquid eyeliner and it'll just be like a fucking mess. I'm like, I don't, I don't well, know. I give up. Scroll back on my Facebook pics and you'll know that it didn't used to be so good. <laughs> it used to be pretty bad, actually, so. Uh, anyway, if anyone from work is listening to this, hey, I am hot sometimes. I'm not always Chris. Ashley's hot sometimes. Ask her. <laughs> She'll tell you. Ask me about, ask me about how hot I am sometimes. Come up to Ashley at work and be like, Ashley, hey, are you hot? And she'll be like, yeah. No, I'll say, sometimes I'm okay. <laughs> and then you guys will get married. <laughs> After that. Well, also, I have, like, kind of a bad haircut right now, so that, that doesn't it's help. It's not bad. Aw. I like it. I gave it to myself. Dude, if I could fucking shave my head, oh my god, all this shit right here is so hot. Like, when I do this, I feel 500 times better, but... I haven't I had... Can't. I don't... I can't It's do been, it. like, three or four years since I've had long hair. I used to have, like, really long, like bushy, blunt bangs, Zoe Deschanel style. My hair used to be down to here. Yeah. Like, this much hair used to be down to here. I'm glad the people can see how long your hair. It's a lot. (laughs) It was hot. Yeah, it's, it, uh, it would take so much time to wash. It was not fun or convenient ever. Um, I had a lame type hair. That's what my hair used to look like, except I had bangs. And you didn't do the puffy, like, scrunchy ponytail. No, I didn't do that. Um, I'm just realizing I didn't even notice or pay attention to what Elaine wore in this episode at all. Did you notice? I did. I paid, I paid a minor amount of attention. Like, she just wore her same old stuff. She had like a, she had like a, like when they were in the, um, jacket store. Mm -hmm. She had like a red blazer on, some chunky earrings, same old ponytail. She looks great. She's got a look. She's sticking with it. Yeah, I mean, she stays in her lane. Yeah, she stays in her Elaine. She stays in her Elaine. <laughs> oh, her Elaine. You're welcome. Oh my god. <laughs> For the jokes. <laughs> jokes. <laughs> uh, I wanted to mention, Elaine has like a monologue in this episode where she shows up to dinner and she's late because Kramer made her late. And she's describing everything that happens, and she is so animated, and she's all worked up about how Kramer made her so late, and she's talking at, like, full volume, like, making wild gestures the entire time, and it's, like, kind of a long bit, and she never falters once. It's really, it's really well delivered. It was a brilliant piece of work by Julia louis There's one specific part where she's talking about how, like, two of the doves got out. Yeah. And she's wearing a long trench coat. She, like, flaps and her coat. And she makes a noise, and it sounds, it, it just, it's like a good sound effect. It sounds like, It was so it's good. Great. Like, yeah, I was watching that, and afterwards I was like, holy shit, that just happened. That was so she's, good. She's a very, she's a very good comedic actress, and George is very good at comedic acting, and Jerry sucks dick, <laughs> and I'll kiss Kramer. <laughs> And I wish my voice was the same as Elaine's dad's. Elaine's dad has got some Tom Waits shit going on. Elaine's dad, I don't even like Tom Waits. I love Tom Waits. As much as I try to like Tom Waits, like, I just can't fucking do it. But, like, if my voice was the same as Elaine's dad, people would take me seriously. (laughs) They'd roll up in the the store I work at, and they'd be, like, talking shit to me, and I'd be like, Back in Vietnam, we had... It was Korea, okay? Not Vietnam. Whatever. <laughs> I love that Elaine's dad is just like, so which one of you is the funny guy? And George is like, that one, not me. Jerry's like, me, it's me, it's... I'm funny. I'm so funny. Look at me, I'm funny, I'm so funny. God damn it, I'm so funny. I'm really... I feel like I do that sometimes, and I try not to, where I'm just like, I'm the funny person, I'm funny, and then I'm like, okay, there's a difference between, like, being confident in your abilities as a funny person and telling everyone, like... 
just so you know, I'm funny. That's my thing, okay? I'm the funny one. I'm so funny. you got it, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm funny. So, I, I'm, I'm trying to, like, because... The... Not to keep talking about, like, my horrible relationship. I feel like it always comes up in conversation. I'm not trying to bring it up. It just keeps happening. It's, it's relevant. So um, in this really bad relationship I was in, this dude would always tell me that I wasn't funny. And, and he, um, yeah, he just, he did have really good taste in comedy, but he just would be like, you're not funny. You're not as funny as you think you are. You're not funny. So I started to think, like, oh, I guess I'm not funny anymore. And then... Then I started. I think that if you're having with, more confidence, in I think myself as a again. public service announcement, a public cervix announcement, a public cervix announcement. announcement. You're welcome. <laughs> I love wine. Um, <laughs> if you are with somebody who tells you that you can't do something that you like to do, or like demeans you in something that you like feel strongly about, fucking dump that person. Yeah, fuck, them. fuck that person. Honestly, like, a month into that relationship, the red flags were just flying up every corner, and for some reason, I still stuck around for two years. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, um, and also, I've reached a point in my life where I, I do love attention way more than I should, but... Do you? I, (laughs) I crave people's approval less. At this point, I'm like, if I think that a joke I made is funny, then that's enough for me. I don't need everyone else to it think that I'm good the to, funny like, person. It still feels good to, be laughed at with. Yeah, I go ob- at with. <laughs> Obviously, I love, like, being validated. Um, but I do understand that I probably am only funny to a very small group of people. I think that's true. Um, but, yeah, it's... But anyway, the point of that was to say that I understand why Jerry is... Like, I'm funny, I'm the funny person, I'm the funny guy, but also it's a again, little exhausting. Like, again, calm like, down. I, I said this the last time I did your little po- your, your little podcast. My little thing. And that came out horribly condescending. Your little is, project. That's not... <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but I said this last time, and it was like, Seinfeld is so much better if you think about it in the framework, frame of mind. Fuck me, wine is good. Um... <laughs> That Jerry, if, it's better if you think that Jerry hates himself. Yeah, yeah. If you go through the show thinking that Jerry thinks he's great, you're like, fuck this shit. But if Jerry hates this guy himself, sucks, yeah. and like, do you hate yourself? And he's yourself? just trying so hard to be do like, do you hate yourself? Probably. I do. Um, <laughs> Please think I'm good. I hate myself. I need other people to think like I'm not shitty. You know, who doesn't feel that way? Yeah, no, Jerry's I get in that. A state sure. of self hatred, and he's just trying. And I feel like that, I feel like more and more that's kind of becoming apparent to me where he's like those like lame jokes he made in the store at Elaine and she just like didn't even react to them it's like <laughs> he must hate himself and that makes me like him more a lot more because I feel like when I first started watching the show like the first time I mm-hmm. was on this little podcast <laughs> or whatever um I was like Jerry Seinfeld thinks he's a shit because he's like a professional comedian and he thinks he's great you can afford to blow a thousand dollars on a fucking and like and like can you really be a a professional comedian if you think you're great and have no criticism of yourself yeah because like my very favorite comedians ever are 
extremely self-deprecating. Yeah. And that's what I really like. That's what I, I get into. <laughs> One of my coworkers today was talking, I was talking about this thing that happened to me, like a really stupid, embarrassing thing that I did one time, and I'm not going to blow the story yet, I'm going to save that story for the right time, but I was like talking about it, and then one of my coworkers was like, you should write that down, that's a good bit, and then I was like, well, I don't know, I feel like it's a little bit like trying too hard to be like, I am quirky and relatable and I do dumb shit sometimes, Mm. and then... One of my other coworkers was like, no, but, like, the self-deprecating thing is good, you know? that That's a good thing, a good quality to have if you're going to do comedy. Like, my you f- don't want to be... I Obviously, like, yeah. And I, I'm not, like... I can be cocky sometimes, but I'm not an arrogant person deep down. So I think it is. it was important for me to kind of hear that, like, hey, like, the self-deprecating thing is, like, it's a good angle. I think you can be cocky, but it's not coming from a place of, like, true cockiness. Like, I feel like you are confident in your abilities, but you're not, like, a dick. And that's that's where the distinction is important, I feel like. I think it's also come for me, like, this last almost year has been a huge period of growth for me where I have learned to, yeah, like, be confident in the stuff that I'm good at and not just... That's because you're not dating Absorb somebody who tells shit. you that you can't do something. <laughs> That's true. Don't date somebody like that. That's Remember that time you drunk texted my ex? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and I told time. him, I told him he belongs in Florida, the worst state that there is. <laughs> and that he's human garbage. <laughs> that was brutal. And I, and I mean it. I'm, I stand by it. This was the last communication I ever had with this person. We were really drunk. Molly and I were really drunk. And I was just like, ah, like, we've been broken up for a long time. And I'm still, like, feeling so shitty about, like, how bad this person was to me. And then Molly was just like, give me that phone. And, like, <laughs> sent this, like, Whatever. really brutal text. And then immediately I just blocked his number. I was like, I don't need to deal with the aftermath of Do this. Do you feel like he 500% deserved it? Oh, yes. Because I do. Yeah. I, uh, one of my prouder moments in my life was my, one of my very dear and beautiful friends was in a relationship that sucked and I ran into her ex at a party and he didn't know that I knew who he was <laughs> but I did and he was like can, can I have him a cigarette and I was like what's your name and he told me and I was like I'm best friends with person and you can just go straight to hell fuck you and he was like what the fuck's happening and he left and uh, I feel good about that I was, I was thinking I hate today. my friend's exes, is basically what I'm, uh... <laughs> no, I was here. thinking today about how, like... If you want me to beat your ex my, up for you, I, I don't feel like there's anyone in the world who's, like, pro- who protects me. Like, my parents don't protect me, and... I mean, I guess they did a little bit as a kid, but they definitely don't protect me now as an adult. They're not, like, really, like... There have been times... I'm not trying to be, like, super derogatory towards them, but they're, I think they're very much, like, they value self-reliance. And they've been very much, like, you figure shit out on your own. And there have been times when I'm just, like, panicking, like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Can I come live with you guys? Can I, like, whatever? This shit is happening. And they're just kind of like, well, figure it out on your own. And so I was thinking, just earlier today, I was like, I am... I'm the only one protecting me, but then I remember you sending a text to my ex, and I was like, you know what? I got Molly. <laughs> Aww. I I do feel like when 
one tiny little tiny little grain of positivity about my me as a person is that I will fight for for you. Yeah, you're like I and I felt that before. I was like if I need to be angry at someone and I can't really muster it, like I'm going to go it. talk to Molly cuz I'm scared. <laughs> Uh, you're like, yeah, you're like the protector. You're like a guardian. Of That's nice. I like that. People. It's, yeah. And, and like, not just, like, because I care for people a lot, but I'm more of, like, a nurturer. I'm not good at fighting people off. But, I like, don't like to Molly's fight. the one I want when the bad guys are coming in and I don't feel prepared. Like, I don't like to fight people. It makes me anxious. But I also really love my friends. And if somebody has treated my friend badly, like... The person I ran into at that party treated my friend, who was a just dear friend who I love very much. He treated her horribly, and I want him to suffer. <laughs> and I couldn't make him suffer, but I could make him feel uncomfortable. Leave a party. <laughs> I could make him feel uncomfortable enough to leave the party. And I did. And at least I could do that. So. <sighs> Never change, Molly. Thank you. <laughs> well, so, uh, if Yin's yeah. guys want me to fight your ex, I'll, yeah. fuck, I'll fucking do it. Molly will fight your exes. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> My Twitter's MathSwarm. You're protected on Twitter. Yeah, well, you have to request to follow me, but I'll accept you. Accept Unless you're, like, a porn Russian spam bot, <laughs> which is, like, the only people who try to follow me. <laughs> so, if you find Molly's Twitter, you will definitely find mine, so. <laughs> well, are we being secret? I am not ready to go full. When I decide on my my fake last name, well, if you try to add me, I will, I will screen you, and I'll decide if you're worthy. <laughs> and if you're not, see you never. Well, I know we didn't get super in depth with this episode, but I really need to try to sleep before Ashley's been awake for forty hours. Yeah, so. so we're gonna close it out right now. Um, eh, thirty minutes of Seinfeld. That's a good, that's a decent amount of time. Uh, I'm sure, no, honestly, the one criticism I have been getting about this podcast is that it's too long. Too long, yeah. So, uh, this is probably good. So, yeah, we're not getting as in-depth, but you know what? You don't have to spend as long listening to us be stupid, so. Don't look at my notes, they're top secret. No, I just, I saw Ashley's notes and all it says is George with two little tiny hearts. <laughs> I and I just George. love that. I love George, too. So uh... let's, let's end it on George. George I just is appreciate great. him. Appreciate his cardigan, his little his little bald head. Um, George, great this episode. I'm gonna say like three and a half, four thumbs up. It was it was pretty good. Um, it was fine. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't amazing, but it, it was, wasn't it as was, terrible as some of them have moments, been. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. All right, friends, you have a great fucking week. Okay? Let me know if you want me to fight your ex. And I'll yeah, do it. tell Molly if you have an ex that needs fighting. <laughs> All right, friends. Thank you so much for continuing to tune in. I hope you enjoyed this, the eighth episode of Weinfeld. And I'll see you next week! Bye!